Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPRN discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and... Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Hey, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the show. Into the night with me, Sean Kelly. Hello, Cindy Mitch. Good to see you. And everybody else who is in the chat room. Um, hello, Virginia. Good to see you. Uh, good to see you. Um, thank you for stopping in tonight. Um, I don't know. Um, it, it, it's been a crazy, uh, I'm going to say crazy two days, of course, since I have my show. Okay, Son, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, my friend. And uh, I'm going to appreciate everybody for coming in tonight. Um, so today uh, at work, um, I had to work late, so I got off at 6. So I'm, you know, kind of like on the tired side here. But um, I, I, I got to help a person out today um, with their Christmas dinner today. Hello, Cindy Simpson. Good to see you. Good to see you. And... Uh, I'm sorry you're feeling sore. Have a sore throat there, Virginia. I hope you feel better. Um, but uh, I got to help her with her with her meal. And hey, Brandon, good to see you. Hi, Amanda, good to see you. Uh, that's my buddy uh, buddies Amanda and Brandon. And um, well, like I said, when we get started. Uh, Yes, I got to help somebody with their dinner. Um, we have uh, some roasts that are on sale for $13.99. And I know for a fact that this lady could not afford $13.99 for this roast. And I mean, so what I did was I just took the price down a couple bucks for her. And uh, she was all happy and, and elated for that. You know, the saddest thing in the world is to look at people who are out there Christmas shopping, knowing they have dinners and they have no money. Okay. And you're talking about, you know, being very humble about situations, uh, especially when it comes to this time of the season. You know, I've come to find out as, as I've been growing old and <laughs> grown old, but all my years, I have noticed that it's not so much the presents that are important, but it's the families and the dinners 
that are very important. And seems to me, no, it, it is to me that food is very important. But to look at this lady's eyes today, um, and just and just could tell the sadness in them, um, really, really touched my heart. And, and I felt bad for her. I mean, in fact, I tell you what, um, you, you know, I was going to buy her a whole meal, you know. You know, I do get a discount where I work at, but I wouldn't even use a discount. And I, I have done that in, in the past for people who can't afford enough to eat. Now, I'm not being egotistical when I tell you this, okay? Because at one point in time, I was at that spot. And there was one person that helped me out. And all I can do, you know, as the years went by is just play it forward to other people who need the help. And you know what? It's okay. Uh, Kaysen says, uh, nothing compared to seeing someone smile after you help someone. That is true. That is so true. Um, I had another customer come up today. And, um, you know, she was just ecstatic. Well, I thank you, Cindy. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And so is everybody. Cindy, you're amazing, Virginia. Everybody in there. Um, but you know what? It's Christmas, and why not, you know? Uh, what's nice about where I work at is that, you know, I, I can, you know, kind of like play with the numbers for the different products. Um the only thing I am getting tired of is Christmas carols because we play them from the day after Thanksgiving all the way up to January 1st. And that's it. And it's like on the same rotation. Thank you, Virginia. You know, and um, I mean, you know what time the song's going to come up, you know, especially that one by Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. Man, that comes on like three or four times an hour on the rotation there. But you know what? That's okay. But like I said before, you know, I'm, I'm not being egotistical. I'm not uh, trying to brag or nothing like that. And I do preach it on my show. If somebody needs help, please help them to the best of their ability, the best that you can. And yes, Kaysen, it did feel very, very good today to help that lady out. Um, and so, you know, who, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Uh, maybe I'll be put... Maybe there will be a situation where I can do that again for someone, you know. But it's it's all about the food. It's all about family. Family's huge. Family's big. I got good news today. Um, my son will be coming in from Indianapolis, Indiana today, and he's going to spend a week up here with us, you know, with his mom and my mom and me. And it, it, it's going to be great, you know. It's, it's a nice little tradition. But... I'm not going to get into that because Christmas Eve, don't forget on Christmas Eve, okay, we are going to have a show to, on, on Christmas Eve. Um, and we'll discuss about traditions, everybody's tradition. Please invite your friends, whoever you got, and um, come, come to the show next Sunday night at 8 p.m., and uh, we're going to have a good time. It's going to be like a little mini, uh, you know, like Christmas party or something like that. But please come along. But before I get into the topics tonight, 
Um, I want to say that I am, my show, Into the Night, is on UPRN Talk Radio, 105.3 New Orleans, 107.7 Mississippi. And if I forget, I want to thank Carnation for sponsoring the show tonight. Um, basically, that you know that that's what's happening. Um, I'm so looking forward to this Christmas Eve little get-together that we're going to have. You know, if you can make it, great. If you can't, that's okay, too. But I will tell you this. I, you, Whoever makes it or don't make it, you will be in my prayers, okay, uh, for that. Because I want everybody to have a nice Christmas. And the way the world went this past year, oh, my God, we need something happy. We need something nice. We need just to get together as family because all the people that come into my chat room, right, for my shows, I consider family. And, and you guys mean the whole world to me. I totally mean that. And um, it just makes me feel good inside that I know that on Sunday night and Tuesday night, I'm going to see my people in there. And it, it's just, it, it just makes me feel good. Sebastian Moran, how are you, my friend? Good evening. Good to see you. Uh, and I've, I've known Sebastian, oh my God, how long has it been, buddy? Long time. Since uh, Chasing Prophecy with Jenny, and that's a long time ago. But uh, tonight's uh, uh, topic that I want to talk about is back in December of 1845, there was a gentleman by the name of Charles Dixon, Dixon, Charles Dickinson, whatever. And he wrote the book, A Christmas Carol. Okay, and it is a book on ghosts. It's a story about ghosts. Hey, Gary, good evening to you too, buddy. Merry Christmas to you. Ah, thanks. Good to see you on here, buddy. That just, you know, honest to God, it just like warms my heart up when I see my friends on here. But you know what? The Christmas Carol, and that was my one of my ultimate. Uh, Christmas stories um, because just watching <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge and, and see I can somehow relate to Scrooge okay I was a miserable son of a bitch I really was growing up uh, and, and in my 20s and 30s I was miserable you know and I'm like I, I'd use you. I would use you. I would, you know, get money off you. I'd do anything I could to take care of me, you know, to be that little, uh, I guess you want to call it Scrooge. Yeah, he's a miser and real asshole, you know what I mean? And that's who I was. Okay. But what's really cool. Hey, Tony, you in here, buddy? Good to see you, Mr. Tony. All right, my friend. Oh, man, this is just like totally awesome. I'm just starting to get goosebumps. But you know what? The first ghost, if everybody knows the story, Ebenezer Scrooge is visited by three ghosts. Uh, but the very first group, um, FYI, portals to hell marathon on travel channels all night. Thank you for telling us that, buddy. Yeah, that's a good show to watch, too. But, um, the first one was Jacob Marley, and I got a cool little story about Jacob Marley on that. Uh, Jacob Marley was uh, Ebenezer Scrooge's uh, partner in, in when he was alive, okay? 
but he was a miser, okay? And again, he was like me, um, always wanted stuff from people and money situations and all, all kinds of nasty stuff. But when, but when, when he died, when Jacob Marley died, okay, um, he was, he, his penance was to live or stick around on the earth plane forever with chains and money boxes, okay? And he wasn't allowed to go, I guess, to the light, if you want to call it like that, you know? And, and I remember in part of the show in, in the movie at the beginning when uh, Jacob came to visit Ebenezer, you know, he, he could just, he, even in Ebenezer being a mean scoundrel like he was, you know what I mean? Still like tormenting the dude's goat, you know, Jacob Marley. But, um, and Jacob Marley said, you will be visited by a free ghost tonight. And of course, Scrooge didn't believe it, you know. And so was it 12, one, two, three? Yeah, the first ghost came. And that was the ghost of Christmas past. And as I sit there and, and watch this movie, I started to think about my past Christmases. Okay. I remember some when I was growing up. You know, we didn't have much, but mom and dad, they, you know, did whatever they could in order to make it right, you know. But as I got older, okay, um, I was an asshole, okay. I really didn't do family functions. I always had an excuse not to go to these parties. Um, what was really sad, a lot of times that my mother's birthday is on Christmas and we would celebrate her birthday on Christmas Eve with a party. And... Um, and I was just, I was bad. I was a bad person. And and so I could totally relate. But in the movie, you know, there was no nice things. They went back when Ebenezer was young and he was dating this girl. And, you know, everything was hunky-dory. Got a, a good job with, uh, I forget, some fat dude. You know, figgy-wiggy or something like that. I don't know. But I'm sitting there watching the movie and i'm thinking the only thing happened that was really nice was the day my son was born that was it you know um i never cheated on my wife or nothing like that um but i did gamble and my son kept me alive for a long long time and, and i literally had a tear coming out of my eye because as I was sitting there and thinking, oh my God, look at all the stuff that I missed that I could have had, you know. And so my past Christmases weren't that good, you know. And Ebenezer's was great. Mine wasn't. No, you know. And so when I got sober in 1991, I decided to say, hey, let's, let's try to make this right. But to be honest with you all out there, you know, I wasn't, I mean, even though I was sober, 
are going to AA meetings and not drinking, I still wasn't sober because I still was that asshole out there, you know. And so as the movie continues, you know, of course, um, you know, he goes back and he's laying in his bed and all of a sudden you got the, the ghost of Christmas now. That big old boy and dressed in green and he's always eating and drinking wine and stuff like that, you know. And he takes Ebenezer on the now, you know. And again, you know, I, I, I try to think back on how my Christmases were. You know, like they say in the now. And all I do is work, you know. I, I can't have a good Christmas celebration because I'm so damn tired. Fact, 13 more days than this whole holiday season will be over with and listen to me being a humbucker <laughs> you know but i'm telling you um i'd look i i i looked at situations that were i where i was in and every now and then i don't know if anybody ever you know experiences this but there are times when i think back i'll be there and thinking back Oh, my God, what a dumbass thing I did. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and you go, oh, no, oh, no. But um, Cindy Simpson, my husband feels the same way. He can't wait till retirement. Good man. <laughs> so true, Cindy. So true. Six more years and I'm gone. Getting an RV and going. But. You know, the past, it, my Christmas, it, it's just a, a humbugger, you know. I All I see is hams, pigs, and pork, and whatever, and I'm like, I, I don't have that. I can't experience this Christmas, Christmases. Uh, Virginia says, some people go their whole life and never get it. That's true. You know, but the more I got older, okay, I started to, um, I, I started to try to make Christmases good for me and, and my family. But the, but as the story goes in Ebenezer, okay, in Scrooge or Christmas Carol, you know, as the time goes away, that big old ghost, he starts shivering and whimpering, and he's down to nothing, you know. And I said to myself, I said, are, are you shivering now? Are you getting to the point right now in your life where you just don't give a damn and you just want to disappear? You know, so it's like, damn. And so, well, Virginia says, do your... Do the best you can whenever you are with the people you're around. And that is so true, Virginia. That is so true. Um, I have tons of trust issues, so I have a problem with people. But um, I know that um, Ebenezer, he went back to bed, and he has coming up on that third, third ghost who was the Christmas future. And he was the bad ghost. He was the bad, bad ghost. Thank you for the compliment, Virginia. I appreciate that. And uh, and he's the one. 
and, and he was like black. He looked like death, you know what I mean? Because he always stood tall and he wore a black cloak. And um, he made screws go with him. And then he saw, you know, he went to different places where Scrooge was really screwing up and he was helpless. And then he pointed at his coffin or at his uh, gravestone, you know. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to die. But I think the whole message for the whole show, the whole movie, okay, the whole movie was totally about how you can go from a miserable son of a bitch to a brand new person overnight. Because you know after that, well, during the time, uh, he had Bob Cratchit, he was working with him. Um, and uh, he actually made Bob Cratchit work on Christmas Day. How bad can you get that? And Bob Cratchit's wife did not like Ebenezer, nor did the children that he had. But he had one kid, Tiny Tim, you know. And um, Scrooge took a liking to him, to Tiny Tim, you know. Yes, it was. It was a great, great movie. Um, and, and so after the third ghost disappeared, he woke up and he got a guy, kid to go buy a turkey. He started handing out money. He started to smile. He started to jump for joy. You know, he went and visited his uh, nephew. Um, and they had dinner and they danced and they played games and all kinds of everything was just so freaking heavy, happy. You know, and then believe it or not, I'll be honest with you, I lost it. I cried. And I wasn't crying because I was happy for Ebenezer. I was crying because I wanted that, you know. And um, so now with the, the movie Christmas Carol, I look back, and yes, I watch it every year, and it still reminds me of where I was a while back, you know, and I still have to um, watch it to, to re-energize myself with the whole situation, because I'm a human being, okay, and I can't change in three hours, you know, it takes me a while. I might be the nicest guy in the world, but I will tell you this. I do have a lot of uh, defaults inside me, in which I'm working on. But, um, again, I thank everybody in the chat room here who comes and listens to the show. I really do, because, you know, it's, it's only one-hour show on Tuesday and one-hour show on Sunday. But that one hour really makes my week, and I just cannot help but thank you all. Um, and so that's why I brought up the Christmas Carol. Um, if I had a two-hour show, then I would have continued going into more. But I just, I, I was just hearing, um, it just popped into mind on what to do for my show tonight. Now, as you could see at the bottom of that thing, that little scroller coming across, we're going to talk about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Who loved the movie? Who loved that? Who loved that show, Rudolph? Oh, gosh. Thank you. Thank you, Cindy. 
please. Thank you very much for the compliment. Um, and like I said, it's a real hard for me to accept them, but so I'm, I'm learning here. But I, who who watched Red Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Tell me. Rudolph, what's that? Rudolph Treat. Well, if you watch Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, you, I, I, I've watched it all my life, almost like fifty something years. I mean, there was a couple of years I did miss it. But you know what? I'm looking at that. I'm watching it, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, holy crap. Am I Rudolph? If you hear the song, it says Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And then whenever you saw it, you would think it glows. And here's the line that I need to talk all the other reindeers used to laugh and call him names. And when I heard that line, I was thinking, that's how I was. You know, I tried to fit into the reindeer game. I tried to fit into people where I was at. And no one would accept me for who I was because I was different, just like Rudolph was. Um with his red nose, his shiny red nose. And, you know, they go to the land of misfit toys. <laughs> and they, all my friends were misfit toys, you know. Everybody I had, we weren't welcome. We were not, we were like zeroed out of everything. We couldn't have that type of, you know, to be part of the in crown. We just could not have that, you know, because it never worked no matter how hard I tried. It, it never worked, you know what I mean? And so all of a sudden, right, comes Christmas Eve, and there's like a really bad um, <clears throat> snowstorm. Santa comes up to Rudolph and says, hey, listen, we need your nose so we can go around the world. And, um, and so everybody liked them. And at one point in time, when I was doing the paranormal investigating, when I was doing readings and stuff, everybody loved me. Everybody wanted a piece of me, you know, and for the very first time in my life, it felt good to be wanted, you know, and I guess Rudolph made it all the way through, you know, and they dropped off uh, presents to everybody, and <clears throat> There's so much stuff, and the reason why I bring up uh, Rudolph and the Christmas Carol, okay, um, is because when it comes to movies that I've watched for a long time, and maybe this could happen to you guys out there, when, whenever I watch a movie and I keep watching it, I always get a message out of the movies. I don't know if anybody else happens to it, but I, have, I get messages out of that, okay. Um, I do have one more movie I want to tell you about that um, was like one of my favorites. Um, oh, my God, it's a wonderful life. Jimmy Stewart. That movie there just hits home. And I cannot watch it by myself. I need to have somebody there with me.
Because if you really want to know who Sean Kelly really was before 1991, before I got sober, watch that movie. It's a wonderful life. And Clarence was the angel for Jimmy Stewart, you know, because whenever a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. And so Clarence was sent down to try to help Jimmy Stewart get through this. To get through his alcoholism, Jimmy just, Jimmy Stewart, if you know the movie, really went through a lot of bad things. His job, his businesses, whatever. And he turned to the drink. And that one day when he almost took the bridge, he was about to commit suicide. That's when Clarence popped in and then drove him up the wall. You know what I mean? But that, my friends, to me is a real heartbreaking situation for me because I was that. That's who I was, you know. Now, y'all might be thinking, like, what the hell's wrong with you, Sean? What's the hell's wrong? Last two, three weeks, y'all been happy, you know, talking Christmassy stuff and, you know, all excited and jubilation and talking about this, about our Christmas Eve party coming up and how life is important, how everybody's happy, important, and just a go happy, go lucky guy. Well, you know, I talk about depression, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm in one right now. You know, I really am in a depression, and I do need your prayers. And whenever I get into a depression, I start, I I start talking about movies and the messages I get out of the movies and and like someone very special to me said to me the other day she said you don't smile anymore and you know what she's right because I don't smile no more I'm supposed to but I can't I'm afraid to smile because I'm not used to smiling. If I do smile, it's a fake one. It's not a real one. You know, so I'm so hard trying my damnest to get out of this little depression I'm in. You know, and it just came on not two days ago. And so that's why I wanted to share those movies with you. I want to share... To my people out there who listen to my show, um, I want people to know who I am. All you see is me for one hour on the show talking about different topics. But you don't know who I am. And I came up. It's funny how this all started uh, Sunday night after my show. I wanted my people to know who I was. And what I'm going through. I'm not ashamed to tell you that I'm depressed. I'm not ashamed to tell you that, you know, I'm a recovering alcoholic. Uh, uh, Thank you, Virginia, very much for saying you're amazing. And Cindy says, is it stress-related for Mark Sean? 
Mark stressed my husband. He is just so all right. Yes, yes, Cindy. It's really a lot to have to do with my work. Um, and, and this happens every time around this year. I've been with the supermarkets for what? Being a meat cutter for 25 years, 24 years now. And every year it's about, and it's about this time. And believe it or not, Cindy, honestly, after New Year's Day, when the pork is done cutting and New Year, January starts, it actually takes me a good month to just relax, to get back into the groove of things because I'm so high strung. Um, people are concerned about their damn turkeys. They're so damn concerned about their hands, you know. And so I'm in this depressed mode. And eventually it will come out of it. I will come out of it, definitely. But you know what? That's why I have you guys here to talk about it, you know. I'm really, really looking forward to this Christmas Eve party, you know. Um, is there anybody out there, you know, listening or someone in the chat room that would like to share something with everybody? I mean, it, it's good, you know, Virginia says talking about it is a good thing. I mean, is there anything that people want to share? You know, this is the place to be, you know. It's open-minded. There is no judgmental nothing in this room, in this in this show. Nothing at all. See, you got to figure, because this show takes me, people over in Israel, Russia, China, everywhere else, are listening to me now, okay? Especially over the United Kingdom. I go, I got a fan club here, and that's, it's funny, I do. Uh, they wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to listen to my show, and I think that's like the coolest thing in the whole wide world. But um, Virginia said, a lot of people get depressed on the holidays. Yes, they do, you know, and I'm not afraid to mention it. I'm not afraid to mention that where I'm at. And, it's, and, and I, you know, I have the world by the balls. I really do got a good job, you know, got a place to stay, I've got a son who loves me, you know what, but what more do I want out of life, I don't know, a lot of them do miss their loved ones, I, 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 I don't, for me, Virginia, I don't, I mean, I can do is call up my son and talk for two minutes on the phone with him, and we're good, that's it, that's all I need, two minutes, you know, but, um, all I know is that if you get a chance this, this Christmas season, please watch the movie A Christmas Carol and watch the movie It's a Wonderful Life. And it, they will, it will awaken you. And if you have a problem, you know, with like the Charles Dickens Christmas Carol, Bill Murray had a movie out who I, what I love the most. Scrooge. Did anybody ever see that movie? Scrooge with Bill Murray in it? Oh my God, is it funny? <laughs> it's really funny. I am, Virginia. I'm very hard on myself, so, but that's okay. Uh, we can talk about that at another show. Um, but tis the season to be jolly, and it is Christmas. I hope everybody got, Kaysen says, 
Life can change to good or bad in a matter of minutes. I choose a bad decision of taking anti-anxiety drugs years ago. I got addicted. Now I'm paying for it. Oh, man. Jason, big hug to you, brother. And I don't know if anybody saw it just now. I do pray for you, Jason. I really do. I really do pray for you. I pray for Virginia, and I pray for Cindy. And, oh, my God, I pray for everybody. Even people I don't like, I still pray for them, you know. But um, I don't know if anybody saw it, but as I was talking just now, my light, my ring light right here got dim. I don't know if anybody saw that or not, you know. But Kaysen, think about it, right? I could tell you this, you're still alive, and you're here talking on my show. So, you know, yeah, you, you pay for it like I did pay for my drinking. But I tell you what, brother, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And you're here, you're in my show, and you survived, you made it, you got it. You got this, you know, I got it. But we're human beings, we are human beings, buddy. And and we get like that. But what's, what's crazy and weird about it is that at the time that I was doing all my bull crap, all my drinking, all my drugging, um, and gambling, you know, I didn't never thought in, in a million years at that time that I would be where I'm at right now, you know. You know, everybody says, Casey, I don't know if you're uh, sober or not. Oh, it went back on. Did we see that? Did anybody see that light get bright? But uh, that, that's my ghost here in the house. But you know what? People say that it's great that you don't touch a drink for so long. But I tell you what, the only thing difference that makes life really hard for somebody who's really trying, and it just doesn't, you're still tapering, that's okay, brother. I got your back. God got your back. You know it. You hang in there, and one day you're going to come into this room and you say, Sean, I got this. Yes, did you, Cindy? Good, good, good. Yeah, my ring light, it dimmed, and it got bright, and then it went bright, and then it went dim. That's happened before. So I guess I must be saying the right things tonight. Brandon, Amanda says, the Christmas ghost playing games with the light. They sure is. Sure is, Amanda. Absolutely. But you know what? I, I look at it like that. I must be saying something right. Because for that to give me, you know, it's just like uh, affirmation that I'm doing something good tonight. Um, I did not know at the beginning where the show would have gone, right? I don't know. I don't know if I was going to bore you all to death. Um, but like I said on Lori, when I had Lori on the show, I just talk. And when I talk, I just talk. Oh, do I talk? And you all know that. Kaysen says, oh, yes, I crave for that day. I say, I'm finally free. You'll be there, Kaysen. I promise you that. Just keep working at it, brother. Call your sponsor. Do what you got to do. You know, you got this. I believe in you, Kaysen. And I seriously mean that from the bottom of my heart. I truly believe in you. And I believe in Amanda and Cindy and Virginia and my buddy Tony. Mr. Tony, I believe in all of you. It's going to work. 
everything is going to be all right. But this last couple of days, my, it, it got to me and it hit me really, really bad. And now I'm slowly but surely working it up. I, I don't know. Check this out. Cindy, did you see that go off again? I don't know. It is. The, oh, God, you don't know how much. The only time I laugh is when, when I watch uh, some comedians on TV or not, whatever. But listen, it is 8.50, and I just want to, uh, we'll play um, a, a minute in commercials, and then I'll be back, and then we'll finish up with the show. I'm glad you saw it, Cindy. All right, so I'll be back in one minute. I got to pay play some uh, stuff here. Okay, there, and boom. Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPR and discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Hey, welcome back. That was that was the uh, little commercials I have to make. I do want to remind you that I am on um, UPRN Talk Radio 105.3 New Orleans, 107.7 Mississippi. Um, and if anybody wants to be a guest on my show for the next year, please feel free. You know, send me a message if anybody has... Um, if anybody else, you know, has any type of topics that you want to bring up, please send me a message. You can message me at the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society Facebook page. And then we'll see what we can do. Um, Rule reminder, go to Christmas Eve. We got that Christmas Eve party coming up um, next Sunday, 8 o'clock. I'm going to ask if it's I'm going to ask my station manager, Michelle. Uh, since nobody follows me that night, okay, if it will be okay to, um, I can go a little bit longer, I'm not sure. But I haven't done this in a while, and I promised my friend Amanda that I would do this, so I'm going to pull my cards, and, you know, we'll be getting out of here about 9 o'clock, I think, because there's another show that comes on after me. But uh, I'm going to draw three cards. Okay, we haven't done this in a while. And for people who never saw this before, please, you know, write these cards down. And after you're done, you know, after the show is done, go to and Google them and one dropped. I don't know why I was, I don't know, that was a blank one. Okay, so, 
So the first card, I'm going to pull three cards. The first card is your past card. It's an, these are all animal totem, animal medicine cards. They're all animals. The first one's going to be the past. The second one I pull will be for the now. And the third one will be for your future. Um, I found a lady on Sunday night that will be more than happy to come on my show and we can talk about animal spirit guides. I really want people to hear that. I'm, I'm just like in, in, in tune with the animals like she was. But the first card I pull, this is your past card, which is the moose. Okay, write that down. It's the moose. The second, now see, here's a new new one I never pulled before for us. But the second one is the blue heron. Oop, here we go. The blue heron. That's the now card. And the future card is the crow. Okay. So the past was the moose. The now is the blue heron. And the future is the crow. So check those cards out. See what, what happens. Um, you know, I hope everybody enjoyed tonight's show. Um, and I, you know, I guess by spirit, turning my light off and on. You know what I mean? Kind of like, uh, I, I must have said something right. Um but I, I, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. If you can, please, please, please um, watch those movies, Christmas Carol, and It's a Wonderful Life. And I can guarantee it when you watch A, a Wonderful Life instead of Jimmy Stewart in that, just put me, your friend, Sean, and you can understand what it was like. Brandon, uh, and it says it was a good show. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You know, um, I got about five more minutes. Is there anybody out there that has anything to say? Thank you very much, Virginia. I appreciate it. I'm glad I didn't bore anybody. That, that was my biggest concern. That was my biggest concern if I'd bore you with my life, but I guess I didn't, which is pretty cool. Um, I got 13 more days, and this whole craziness will be over. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, and it, after Christmas, these hams go away, then we're going to um, definitely start on the port. So it never ends. Cindy Simpson, I definitely enjoyed the show. Take care of yourself. The holidays will soon be over. Thank you, Cindy. I appreciate it. And please take care of yourself, too. And, um, you know, tell your husband, you know, to take care of himself and tell him to slow down a little bit. Because we all need to slow down, you know, the hustling, bustling, you know. Yeah. But, you know, it's crazy, though. Here's a crazy thing that I also have seen is that a lot of people do their... Uh, Christmas shopping online now, okay, and there's not too much going on out there in the malls, and I think strip malls have actually, you know, they're like dinosaurs, I don't think really any of them, like, 
uh, hang around anymore. I know Century Free Mall was the best mall to go to here in Pittsburgh, but I tell you what, it, it just died down and now it's nothing, you know, but we'll see what's going to happen. Um, we are going to have ham, we're going to have meatloaf, um, we're going to have some turkey, I'm going to have my son home. And so instead of living in the in the the the, the bad the depressed mood, I am going to start going to start slowly, but I can't just jump out of this, you know. But I'm going to slowly try to get to the point where I'm going to have a merry merry Christmas and a happy Christmas, and it's all going to start with you guys out there in the chat room and everybody out in the world because of our show on Christmas Eve, you know. So it's like really cool. Um, I want to thank you for stopping in tonight, uh, listening to the show. Um, remember, next Sunday, the 24th, we will be here at 8 o'clock. Hopefully, we can take it over an hour. Um, everybody stay safe. Uh, help somebody if they can. Um, children, if you can, please, 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 please go to your parents and give them a hug. And tell them that you love them. And parents, please, go to your children. Give them a hug and tell them that you love them. And if you have no children and you have no parents, find somebody to give a hug to. Find somebody. And when you give them that hug, tell them that you love them. They might think you're crazy for saying that, but you know what? You know it will help you out. And, um, oh, Kaysen says, uh, I feel that way when we celebrate Sinhala Hindu New Year in April here. Can't wait till it's over. Uh -huh. You're going to have to tell us about that. I'd never heard of that, Kaysen. Sinhala. I'm gonna have, I wrote that down. Uh, check it out and see what it's all about. But everybody have a safe night. Thank you for stopping in. And um, just stay safe. Buy your food. Cook your dinners. And I hope you get all your presents. Okay? So on that note, good night. Happy hunting. And see you someday.